0: hey guys what's going on this is episode one of the south florida gamers podcast i'm your host the silverback senpai and joining me is my co-host waluigi
1: hey guys it's waluigi it's an honor to be the first episode of south florida gamers with silverback i'm looking forward to seeing how far this goes
0: yeah man same here like i came up with this idea on instagram i would say last month and i was just wondering you know i wanted i've always wanted to do like a gaming podcast or whatnot but there's like so many different kinds of gaming podcasts out there that you see on YouTube and other social media platforms. And then, of course, there's also audio versions of the podcast, which is still in the works. I will have this, um the audio version of this podcast on SoundCloud and iTunes, Google Play, and wherever else you listen to your podcast. Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, that that's something I got in the works that, I, that I've, you know, got planned in my mind. And I was like, man, I would like to have a gaming podcast, but it's like, who would I want it with? Because it's one thing to do it alone, but it's always better to have someone with you or even a group of people with you. So that way there's different thoughts and opinions that are going around you guys. And it makes up for a really good conversation. So as I'm like, you know, like I asked a question on Instagram and some people were like, you know, go for it, do it and whatnot. And I was like, yeah, but I would need somebody. And then I was like, you know what? I think the one person I would really want on my team is Waluigi himself.
1: And it's definitely an honor. I wasn't expecting it, and I'm definitely grateful that you brought me here today.
0: Yeah. Like, I was like, you know, because um, we've met at, oh, I think it was um, Florida for Supercon or? Yeah,
1: Supercon 2019.
0: Yeah. And then from then on, from every other cons, and, you know, we always just meet up and link up or whatnot. We're just talking about games, anime, and whatnot. So was, I was like, you know what? If there's anyone I want on my team, I want this guy on my team. And... You know, here we are, episode one of the South Florida Gamers podcast. So, I mean, you, give me yeah. some of your insights uh, on, like, from back then, from when, like when we first met, and even up until now.
1: From when we first met, I was cosplaying avidly. I got a friend who gave me the whole lore of Doom randomly. I never heard of Doom until that time. And then the drive down here, we actually met and I was buddies with another guy who cosplayed the same characters I did from uh, Gears of War 4. He's an unimportant Carmine that died instantly, Gary. And we walked together because we were just team Xbox. All of a sudden I did not expect just to scream "Eat, 3 baby all over the place just because I was hyped over Xbox. And then passing by uh, Silverrack over here as Captain Tosin. I didn't know much about Bleach but I realized I knew that character. and that definitely blew up (laughs) oh yeah definitely
0: (laughs) also bleach is back it's coming back 2021 can't wait for it oh man i'm so excited for bleach 2021 thousand year blood war and i hope that they finish the arc correctly and just like just give it a really good finish and you know on to
1: the next one which is um burn the witch we gotta see how far that goes, especially the jump force skin that came with Ichigo. Oh yeah, that was dope. Yeah, <laughs>
0: I really love that one. So let's give, all right. So let's give the people like our introduction to like you know what got us into gaming and whatnot. Like, let's start off with you. Like, what got you into
1: gaming? Let's let's let let's, let's let people know about you and whatnot. Definitely a good question. What got me into gaming? I remember when I was six years old, I was in New York. My dad just hands me a Game Boy Color. And the first game I ever played was Super Mario Deluxe Edition. So in that time, I was a Mario fan from the start. I was overhyped, and then I grew up to PlayStation 2. I couldn't believe I sold mine when I was like 13 for an Xbox 360. And then I bought it back in a thrift store. <laughs> <laughs> but over time, I became more of an Xbox user and Nintendo Switch. But I do own a PlayStation 1, 2, GameCube, N64, Game Boy Color, Xbox One, Switch, and a 360 that's at my dad's place. So I'm more focused towards Microsoft and whatever they have impacted. But at the same time, I want to get more into Sony's side of things. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. So what are your um, favorite genres of gaming? Genres? I'm a jack-of-all-trades. If I find a hype, I like to get into it and see what's going on. I'm more into puzzles, shooters, or anything multiplayer specifically. Some people just don't want to play alone like I do. <laughs> Gotcha, gotcha,
0: understood, alright Well, I'm gonna give you guys, you know, some background information of me You know, I, you know, started gaming when I was six years old My very first game was Mario Brothers on the Nintendo Entertainment System Yes, the NES, even though that was, that came out before I was born That was in 1987, I'm 1988 And I got to play when I was six at over at a friend's house It was just, it was so interesting to me And I just got hooked on it for hours. And then we would, you know, me, my parents, we would all leave. And I was like, oh man, I want to play more of this game. (laughs) My very first gaming console that I owned, or I should say co owned, because it was myself and my brother that owned it, was the Nintendo 64 best console. I'm into that. Yes, best console (laughs) of all time. Uh, I don't care what anyone says. But, and after that, that got trumped over with the PlayStation 2. Which was my goodness! Like the amount of games, the amount of hours I have sunken into my PlayStation 2, and I've sold my PS2 before, which I feel bad about. <laughs> but I rebought another one back in 2013, in you know perfect mint condition, and Ooh. started rebuying all the my favorite classic games that I've wanted to play, and you know I still have them to this day. Still have I have all of the SOCOM games from SOCOM One to three and i forgot the other one forgot the other one but yeah it'll, it'll come back to me or whatnot and then i end up owning the ps3 then of course an xbox 360 like several times because red ring of death
1: oh yeah <laughs> i had to go through two and i know that feeling oh uh, yeah man
0: the red ring of death uh good times good times <laughs> man <laughs> And, and, you know, the PlayStation 3 wasn't, you know, safe because there was the yellow light of death. Not too many PS3 owners experienced that, but I had the fat boy PS3 with the backwards compatibility, four USBs, the micro um, SD card slot readers. I mean, I had the jack-of-all-trades with the PS3, and then I got the yellow light of death, and I just, I was heartbroken that day. Like, I didn't want to do anything else because I was like, yo, that was my baby right there. Like, all the hours and games that I've sunken into that, gone. And another thing about that, which is a, a funny story, <laughs> I was trying to, um, I was in the process of beating Metal Gear Solid 4, and it was on that PS3 that died. So, yeah, I've never finished Metal Gear Solid 4, and people are going to ride my ass for it. I'd be like, yo, you never finished Metal Gear Solid 4? What kind of person are you? I never even
1: played it. Oh, God. I I have no shame. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: But, yeah, man, But you know, PS3, great system, and now I currently have the PlayStation 4, and then I went to the Pro, and for people that think that are wanting to get the PS4 Pro and whatnot, I I mean, yeah, go for it or save your money and wait for the PlayStation 5 when it comes out and drops. I can agree with that. But, but I, I will say that, that uh, if, if you're, you're trying, trying to, get to get rid of your, your PS4, PS4 to get the Pro because of the fan noise that the PS4 does, the PS4, does. The PS4, PS4 Pro, it does, does the same thing, too. too. Like, you I've shown, like, Instagram stories of my, my PS4 just sounding like, like a jet, jet engine. engine. Yeah. And it's just, <laughs> yo, yo it, it is ridiculous. ridiculous. Like, my I'm like, this is supposed to be superior, man. The the PS4, PS4, the original PS4, PS4, and why why does it sound like a jet jet engine? That's the
1: same energy when it comes to Xbox and in the uh, Xbox One S. You're just getting it for the graphics, but you're still going to hear that noise if you put something over the fan or anything, actually. Yeah,
0: it just blows my mind, yo. So I own all PlayStation consoles from one to four. I'm still trying to get a PSP in good condition. And I have my PlayStation PlayStation Vita, which was abandoned by PlayStation because they stopped supporting it. And not not only because of that, because the the Nintendo Nintendo 3DS line was destroying destroying them in games. Oh, my gosh,
1: it was. I got mine two years ago, and I still keep it just in case there's more games that blow up. (laughs) Yeah, it was like, man, I should have just got me a 3DS instead of the Vita. But,
0: you know, I'm trying to, you know. Me, a PlayStation guy, tried to you know, support the product and whatnot, support the brand. And yeah, they, they, yeah, it didn't come through. It didn't work out in the end. So RIP PlayStation Vita, but the PSP is still forever the GOAT of all. Oh, yes. It's, it's still the GOAT. I can, that, I can
1: definitely agree. I had one myself. That revolutionized
0: the handheld market and then... I remember they released another one, which was the PSP Go, which was the one that slide up. And oh, I'm thinking the Vita,
1: but I think that was after. No, it was before the Vita. Oh. And I'm just
0: like, I remember that E3, which we'll, we'll seg- segue into our actual topic. But I remember when they released the PlayStation, the PSP Go, which was a slide up. It was Bluetooth, and it was completely digital, right? But... I'm just I'm like fine, why are you guys, you guys releasing this? this? The Vita, Vita should have just came out before that so that way you guys would still stay in the lead. lead. Okay, that's agreeable. Yeah, yeah like, like like it should have, that should have just never came out, but I understand that you know, hey, you know, it's a it's a it's a smaller, slimmer you know, PlayStation a PSP and it's just 100% digital, so there's that, but still Vita should have just came out before that, but that that's just my opinion, you know. know but, yeah, let's segue into E3. And E3 for 2020 is canceled. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, E3 2020 officially canceled. And because of the you-know-what virus that is going around.
1: Oh, let me... It goes better
0: of Lyme, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, they announced this, I think, in, what, um, early March. And my thoughts was... Yo, E3 don't come until, like, maybe late June, possibly early July. Why are you guys canceling it? it? And it's it's already known that PlayStation was not going to come this year year again. And And last year's E3 was just just complete dead, dead. like, complete garbage. Still can't forget about Xbox, but definitely agree. (laughs) Yeah, but, yeah, E3 officially closed. Update. The ESA has officially canceled E3 and currently looking at putting together an online version of the show in June. Here's the orig- organization's official statement. After con- careful cons- con- ah, consultation with our member companies regarding the health and safety of everyone in our industry, our fans, our employees, our exhibitors, and our longtime E3 partners, we have made a difficult decision to cancel E3 2020 scheduled for June 9th through 11th in Los Angeles. Following increase in overwhelming concerns about the... I'm not going to say it because YouTube will... YouTube has become more of a corporate, you know, site rather than you know it used to be for the content creators, where you can just say and say whatever or whatever. But now, you know, with the demonetization just going after everybody and then hurting people's you know chances of their videos being explored, I'm not going to say the naughty word.
1: Oh yeah, I'm gonna avoid that too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We felt this
0: was the best way to proceed during such an unprecedented, unprecedented global situation. People, e 3s in June. We're in March, where everything is being, you know, closed and shut off or whatnot. Possibly by May or even April, things would start slowly getting back to get, you know, slowly we'll get together or whatnot. So I felt like, to me, this was more of a cop-out excuse for E3 to not host their event because PlayStation's not going to be there. I believe, um, I I know Microsoft was going to be there, but um, EA, I don't think they were going to be there. Oh, my gosh, EA. Nintendo wasn't going to have a big show. So it was like, with all these publishers just being like, you know, we're backing out or just going to have a smaller show. It was like, what's the point of having it? And not only that, you also have people not going to it because it's like, what's the point? And I really think that has to do with the fact that over the years of E3, especially in this generation of gaming... I think it's because gamers are getting tired of just being shown this awesome game, and then once the game comes out, it is completely different and completely crap. Okay. And I can give some. I definitely agree. With I that. can give some examples. Um, No Man's Sky, Anthem. Took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Anthem. Um, what else? The Division, Destiny One. Oh my gosh, I um, forgot about Destiny One. a uh, Fallout seventy six. And just, like, those games, they showed it to us on the, the, you know, presentation floor. Oh, man, this game looks awesome. This game looks dope. You play it and just, like, what the hell? Really? And it's just, and then you come to find out that some of the games that they do show, let's just say if it's, like, um, Xbox or PlayStation exclusive, right? And they'll show the gameplay for that platform, but you come to find out it's PC footage,
1: Oh man, what I can tell you about Gears 5, they totally just chopped up everything when it came to the multiplayer, the graphics, and especially their freemiums. You know when you used to grind in Gears of War 3, if you ever played it? Oh yeah, I played and Gears of War 3, your loved skins. It. Standing with 4, you just buy what you want, and it got ridiculous to a point where you just spend $20 for a Lancer. I have a Lancer problem my own, I wouldn't buy another one for $20 that has a flower on it. <laughs> I mean, love flowers, don't get me wrong, but when it comes to skins and all the necessary stuff like Mac or Dom or Marcus and you just have a hat on them, you'll charge 15 bucks, but you can't change any bugs in the game that occurred. <laughs> it's crazy, man.
0: And then, of course, people wanting to know if this game is going to have microtransactions, loot boxes, like, you know, it, like that was like one of the biggest concerns whenever they showed or demoed or previewed a game is this game going to have microtransactions? Is this game going to have loot boxes? Because that was like one of the biggest things that, that people were asking when they were showing a new game. Is this going to have this? Is this going to have that? Because now it's the norm now where yeah. certain games are going to have microtransactions, loot boxes, and whatnot. And it's heavily looked down on. Free-to-play games, it's completely understandable oh, yeah. as long as you know it's cosmetics. But when it becomes a pay-to-win type of situation – that's when people get really turned off and be like, yeah, I'm out of this it's game. It's definitely ridiculous, and I agree with that. Like, like no, I don't. Nah. Like, what you showed us at E3 is not what we are experiencing now at our homes and just be like, yo, what the hell is this game? Like, this game, why is this game broken? This game is missing content. And another thing with content, like, they would show you a game, right? They would announce a game, and then later on, oh, there's going to be DLC for the game. I'm like, yo, the game's not even done. It's not even releasing. You guys are already talking about DLC. Oh, man, like
1: Mortal Kombat. That's a good example. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. But I think with uh, – I, I would say for at least fighting games and not to, you know, say – not not to say that I'm, like, defending fighting games or whatnot, but at least for, like, DLC for fighting games, like, for additional characters, like, I'd rather be surprised rather than oh, I already know who's going to come down the line because – one, they have to balance the character out make sure that it, everything works fully. Whatnot, yeah. Because they already have, like, a content schedule, window schedule of, okay, at this time, we're going to release this character. We got to make sure that this character is, you know, completely finished, done, balanced. And, all right, we're going to push him out, put him in a DLC plan or pack or season pass or whatever. Oh, whatever man, do you are.
1: remember something far worse than the pandemic, the Joker, when he first started they did not nerf him for a good two weeks and everybody lost their minds completely (laughs) oh yeah like
0: i remember when i was on playing mortal kombat i think it was in january i played mortal kombat and i think when the joker released i was like oh okay you know let me hop on in and whatnot and i'm just getting wrecked
1: oh my gosh i can say the same thing i was getting
0: wrecked by the joker and i'm just like oh this person Joker player all right i'm out Uh, i'll see my way out i'm not i'm not gonna even fight this guy Forget it.
1: <laughs> I, I had to spam as someone I'm not proud to say, but I'm usually a Kano main, and I had to do some unnecessary things just to take take down someone in my own casual lobby with my friends. <laughs> I recorded a video on my Twitch, but I couldn't stop laughing at my friends screaming all the hype that I took down a Joker. <laughs> it's like I'm a god killer all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, man. I, when it comes... I, I, you know... You remember
1: the good days when we didn't have to worry about DLC? You oh, just, heck yeah! You just had a full game. You unlocked a character by earning it or going through some wacky quest or side mission,
0: right? And it's like you don't even have that. I think with Mortal Kombat 11, once you beat the once you beat um, the story mode, you'd unlock Frost.
1: Okay, cool. That was uh, chapter four. Yeah, yeah, I think somewhere around the chapters.
0: Okay, cool. That's just one character. I mean, can we, can the same be done for other characters as well, or, or at least the DLC characters? You know what's a good example?
1: Tekken 3. When you beat the game at least once with one character, you unlock Ogre. And then you have the T-Rex. Oh, like, man. That was, that was years ago. I, I'm surprised I remember this, honestly. <laughs> I'm 23, and this is the first thing I think about when I, when I thought about this. <laughs> I remember Street
0: Fighter 4. Not Ooh. Super or all the other iterations. I remember Street Fighter Four. If you wanted to get Akuma, you had to beat the game a certain way.
1: I think not know what you're talking about. Yeah, you
0: had to beat this game a certain way. You would have to have no continues, don't lose any matches, and then once you beat Seth, then you end up fighting Akuma. And then for Goken, it was a, another special way to get Goken as well. I think you had to get at least two perfects oh. to get to unlock Goken. Like I remember, I, I missed those days where you would. Like the developers will try to, you know, make it make it a challenging way to unlock certain characters, rather than okay, you could just go ahead and pay for it. Oh, definitely. And I and I, I again, again, and I think this is the reason why people are just like so turned off when they hear that yeah a game's going to be released and then oh we're also going to release DLC as well. It's like well what the hell? I might as well just wait for the full game to come out. Oh, pretty much. Like I did that with Injustice Two, which I regret. I'm not gonna lie. I didn't get into the because I, I said, you know what? I'm not gonna buy the game until all the characters are on one disc for sixty bucks. And lo and behold, it was for thirty. I got it for thirty. But MK11 was about to drop, so it was like it was already too late for me oh, to get dude, into the game. That literally
1: reminds me of the incident that happened last month. Warner Brothers actually had a sale where everything was at least a good portion off, and a full pack for Mortal Kombat 11. With, the whole package was like thirty nine dollars. It was thirty nine dollars DLC, everything included. But with Injustice, they also sold it for fourteen dollars. Yeah, the gold edition, which I definitely bought.
0: Yeah, and you know, I I, I missed the ball on that one because at least with fighting games, and if you're gonna play locally or at uh, you know, competitively, you want to you know stay up to date with everything with the characters. So if you're if you so if you're playing fighting games just for you know competitive reasons. Then yeah, I can understand you would go for the DLC for the fighting game characters and whatnot. Like I, I, I would one hundred percent agree. But people just you know, just gonna play it casually, not gonna you know compete at you tournaments and whatnot. Like you shouldn't have to worry about it. you just just do what I did. Just wait until all the characters are all on one disc and just buy it, and you know hey. I life goes Mortal
1: on. Kombat came up like with uh, Mortal Kombat XL or like just a regular combat pack mm-hmm. that has everything. Yeah, and that would throw off everybody at once. Yeah. With XL, that's, that still surprised me to this day. How they have Baracho, Predator, Alien, Leatherface, Jason, then Tanya. Oh, man, I miss
0: MKX. Uh, to me, I think that was, the, that was peak Mortal Kombat. I would say that was, besides Mortal Kombat 9, I loved MKX a lot.
1: Okay, I agree. My friends and I would play that. I the love time. it more
0: than 11. Okay, yeah. Because it was just, it's, it's so much more fast-paced. It's quicker, oh my, and gosh. I feel like with and then you had the combo breakers, and like i don't i mean I still like m k eleven but the fact that you always have a guaranteed um fatal blow or the x ray oh, they yeah. change the x ray to a fatal blow, and the x ray attacks or moves will now be crushing blows, I get it, but m k x is like it, to me i feel like that was like gold standard it's more, more of a combat. casual
1: it's more of a casual pace when it comes to eleven yeah. X is just more fast.
0: Yeah, it's more fast. And the amount of crazy combos that you can do and It's like you can either do X-Ray if you had full bar or just do enhanced attacks, which would do more
1: damage than an X-Ray would do. That just gave me a horrible flashback to my friend, TSTX <laughs> Cosplay, who would just play Liu Kang. I'd lose in less than a minute. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I, I wasn't even salty because I knew my, my fate as a Dvoramean. I <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, Liu Kang's were nasty online, especially if you knew how to use them. Oh, man, so, so nasty. But, all right, before we close out with E3 and whatnot, I mean, I, as I said before, I felt like it was a cop-out excuse. I felt like because they've the show has been just getting worse and worse as the years come. The games mm-hmm. that, were, that just failed to deliver, that were supposed to be super hype, big-budget games, just completely just... Bombing, I just felt like it was just a cop out excuse and be like, you know what? Since we're since it's gonna be another year without PlayStation and some other big name developer, um, publishers that are that were gonna be there, not gonna be there, or they're gonna be there but have smaller shows, it's just like, what's the point? We're pretty much losing money. And now that they had it open to the public, because usually because back then it was through invites, you had to be invited to go to E3, yeah, now I it's just that. open to the public. Because I'm like, the fact that they're having it open to the public means y'all losing money. Definitely agreed. You guys are losing money. Hence why you want open, have it open to the public. So that way you can have more people come out to the event and then it just be completely underwhelming. I remember PlayStation's last E3. It wasn't last year, but it was the year before. And they had in some kind of like a tent or whatnot or a hut or whatever it was. I feel like I remember this. And it was just like, that's it? I'm, I'm just sitting there just watching stream. I'm just like... That's it?
1: Yeah. This is underwhelming. If they could have made, like, BlizzCon, where you see every single type of video game that they've developed, or at least an individual company having their own, like, convention, like a Microsoft Con. Right. Or, like, a Sony Ex- Expo, so you can show, like, exclusives for each one. Because now nowadays it's more imbalanced. Yeah, it's imbalanced, and you don't even feel the hype for it anymore. Not
0: really. And then... Oh yeah, we're gonna yeah, we're developing this game and then it never comes
1: out. Or it comes out years later, it's just like You ever heard of Gotham City Impostors? Oh you- yes, I love that game. Oh my god, I did too. Loved it. I feel like I'm one of the few existing people. Like we are that remembered this. Such a good game. <laughs> it died out real quick. Yeah.
0: <laughs> R.I.P. Gotham City Impostors, love that game.
1: Bias Gondios. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right. So let's go ahead and segue to our next topic, and that is ah, the GameStop backlash, people. Oh, boy. <laughs> GameStop backlash. My goodness. GameStop closes the retail doors after backlash amid corrupt. Corona- oh, ah, ah, ah. After the C- I'll just I'll just say the beer virus or Yay beer. <laughs> a, the beer I'm a drink, I want to drink when I get home. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, like when when news broke out that GameStop was not gonna close their stores because, because of the you know health concerns and whatnot, they're like, okay. And this was during the week of Doom and Animal Crossing release. Yeah. They were all supposed to come out at the same night. But they released doom earlier, so that way they don't have the crowds of people you know congregating and whatnot, and you know that was drawing a lot of concerns and whatnot because people are trying to practice social distancing, and you don't you don't want to be in an area where there's like more than ten people at a time, and gamestop uh to me, I felt like gamestop was just being desperate for money, trying to cash in on it, trying to save that you know they they are a uh, essential retail like when when I read that, hold oh, up, really? Yeah, they said that they are, they are an essential retail.
1: <laughs> Yo, I read that and I just I just started laughing because it was funny. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Those Fortnite bucks are uh, essentials. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, this is funny.
0: I'm like, I can't believe that they said
1: they're an essential retail. Loot boxes uh, are life. <laughs> Come on, I can go on all day with this. <laughs> <laughs> Because, and I'm
0: and I'm on the front, they have been making sales because now more people are staying indoors. They're going to GameStop and, you know, picking up as many games as they want to, you know, to have something to play during the time being, especially, you know, parents with kids. Yeah, of course, they're going to go to GameStop and just, you know, I'll just pick up this game, this game, this game, and
1: here you go, play. Man. My favorite thing to do is just ask if they have Battletoads. Toads. <laughs> <laughs> And uh-huh. just get yelled at. <laughs> oh man!
0: And then, of course, now GameStop like like certain GameStops that were forced to close down from the government. And I'll read this little article here from Highs... No, whatever. I'll leave the link in the description. Highs no PT. GameStop closes all U.S. stores following huge backlash after receiving considerable about. A, received considerable backlash for deeming itself essential and staying open during the beer virus pandemic. GameStop has amended its policy. The company has promised to close all U.S. customer-facing stores and will continue operations digitally. It also pledged to pay affected employees as an additional two weeks' wages in addition to a one-month reimbursement of employee benefits. In a statement, GameStop CEO George... Sherman spoke of priorities and following government advice as millions of Americans look to GameStop to adjust to their new normal of increased time at home f- for work, learning, and play. We have implemented practices to ensure safety, ensure the safety and health of our employees, customers, and partners. And yeah, the employees part. There were employees that were being instructed to wear bags. Over their hands because GameStop didn't provide any gloves or actual protective, you know, personal protective equipment to their employees so that way they can do their job in a safely manner. They didn't provide that. They just told the employees, hey, just wear some bags over your hand and, you know, just just do the business transactions as, as usual. Pass like to the
1: players, <laughs>
0: <laughs> literally like I'm like, oh, my God, like how how far do you have to dig your own grave? Like this is just bad for
1: you guys. Like enough to go to another continent at this point. <laughs> like my goodness, it's like we're essential. Wow, wow. I, I, I I'm 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 just like baffled at that. <sighs> like know, get some wine with the girls and get some Animal Crossing going on. That sounds like an essential right there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like
0: for me, I still buy my games physical. Yes, I buy my games physical because. At any given point, your digital
1: account can be compromised. Just because it hasn't happened doesn't mean it can happen. That's true. I got a Game Pass for that reason. (laughs) I was ready for this paying $14.99 a month.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so with that, I can always make another account and just play my favorite games. Hence why I like retro consoles because there's no digital account and you can still play your game at any given time that you want. Any given time. But... GameStop, GameStop, GameStop. Like, I remember I made a video, like, last year, months ago, where I said that, you know, I don't, I never, I didn't want GameStop to ever go out of business. Yeah, like, yeah, me, I said that, yeah. I didn't want GameStop to go out of business because I feel like they've done wrong for so long, especially by their consumers. And then, of course, they also treat their employees like crap. Yeah, definitely. And I'm just like, I don't want them to see it go out as, out as a business because I do feel like they are, I'm going to say a word. I'm going to say it. Essential. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say it. Essential. But they can be better. They can do better. They can do better.
1: If they not, ju- they're just going to have to rip and tear to a grave. Yeah. In eternal. Yeah, literally. <laughs> it's, it's literally
0: at that point. Oh. And I'm just like. They have an opportunity to change this around, make some, you know, important changes, and try to get their, you know, try to get their consumers, their fan base, if they ever had one, back to them, so that, because what's happening now is a lot of players are playing digitally. They're buying their games digitally, and that hurts an actual retail store like GameStop. So, how do you stay in business? Well, you have to find ways to bring your consumers back, and... For me, some people say, oh, why would you buy your games physical whatnot? You can get it digital. You don't have to worry about getting up, going to your store or whatnot. And I would tell them, I have found so many games. I've bought so many games that were cheap, physical, than digital.
1: Yeah, that's
0: definitely true. And that's because I just look around. And sometimes GameStop, they do have their little deals. And I would you know take advantage of those. Or if other retail places like Best Buy, which is another place I also do get my games from as well. If they have a better deal, I'll buy it from there. Or Amazon, which is, you know... Yeah, I've even done Walmart. Yeah. Like, if it's cheaper anywhere, I'll just buy it there instead of just digital. But that's just me. But I feel like GameStop needs to do better. Do right by their consumers and their employees as well. So that way, if they're, if they're going to ever stay in business for the years to come, which I... Like, after this stunt, I'm just like, oh, you know what? I don't think I got faith in them anymore. Because this, this 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 was just bad. Oh, but then really again, think. we have the PlayStation 5 and the Xbox Series X that are going to come out this year. So they may be all right for some time being. They may be all right. Fingers crossed, guys. Fingers yeah. crossed. <laughs> but after this incident, this backlash, they, they gotten for not adhering to government policies, just pretty much doing their own thing and whatnot because they deemed themselves as an essential retail Oh, boy. yeah all got some balls. That's all I got to say. Y'all got balls to, you know, pull some uh, yeah. stuff like this.
1: I do agree with that. <laughs> if uh, GameStop can't do it, you know the people will find ways. Yeah,
0: people will find ways. And that's why you have, you know, these small businesses, these mom and pop shops that sell games. They're, they're going to be the future. They're um, going to be the place. There's
1: definitely been Facebook groups that I've joined recently. How I got my old N64. was it, What was it called? Uh, Video games at Palm Beach County. Oh. And it's a whole group organized for people that want to interact, play, or even sell, trade video games.
0: Interesting. Okay.
1: Definitely love the guy who runs it. He's such a cool guy.
0: See, so GameStop, you guys got competition out there. If you don't treat your consumer, if you don't treat your customers right, and I don't <laughs> want nothing you know bad to happen to their employees or whatnot, but I just hate the fact that they're being treated like this from their management. And it's just it's just gonna bite the many asses just to the point where. They're just being money hungry and not giving a damn about the consumers. They just want to make profit, but just yeah. be like.
1: Yeah. I hope there's no more ex- wacky exclusives. Yeah. <laughs> or any free orders that are very unnecessary. Especially, like
0: especially when you have a slogan that says power to the players, you're not giving power to the players. If anything, you're giving power to your pockets more likely than the players. Bye. <laughs> giving like, like their trade in deals are the most shittiest deals. I've oh ever. my god, the shit I went through for a trade in, I I just took which, my stuff back. Which, which is, is why I stopped to trading games. The GameStop is just, just if I ever buy it, a game, I just plan on keeping it. Oh, I agree. I just plan on keeping it because it's like if I trade this into the GameStop, they're going to resell it higher than what they gave me for trade-in And to, to me, that's BS. That's complete BS. I, to me, I I felt like. Like, I, I think I said this in the video or whatnot, if I, if I, if I can try to remember my thoughts. Like, with whole trade-ins, if the game is... If you got the game right and the game's not working, I should get a 100% full refund within 24 to 48
1: hours. I agree. I think it was 14 days, something like that. No, that's like a full refund. Yeah. Oh, it is? I think it's 14 days. Oh, I think if, it's a, if it's 14 days, yes. then that's sweet. I think of a general return, but I might be wrong about the whole refund.
0: But yeah, like if the game's not working or whatnot, or it's just having problems, I'd be like, "Yo, I want a full refund within, I would say, forty-eight hours, which gives you what two days to you know try out the game to see if the game works or whatnot." I, I get a full refund.
1: Yeah, I've having a of injustice too. Last month, I actually bought the Ultimate Edition, thing. I was going to get more out of it, but it didn't even give me the DLC. It just said Gold Edition. You have to pay for the uh, the DLC characters. I just said. Nope. I'm going to buy it online. 14, <laughs> $14. same price. Basically, I got my money back and I spent it again on a license, which I don't regret. <laughs> and then, you know,
0: and then after 48 days, if they still want to trade in the game, they should at least get 75% of their money. Yes. 75% and then 60 days, 50%. And then... 90 days then it just goes less and less and less like if they just did it that way where you're still you know empowering your consumers then they're more likely going to want to come back and you know all right i'll trade some games in and see you know since i'm going to get more value for my game i'm even in their um, dumb little power up rewards program and let me just talk about that before we go into our next topic let me just talk about that on this too you know, when it, when it first came out where, you know, if you paid fourteen ninety nine a year, you would be in the Power of program where you can get points for your purchases and whatnot. And I will say it has helped me. It has. And then sometime later, they have another tier above that. And I'm just like,
1: why? Wasn't it like 40 bucks or something? I'm looking up because I think I was, I'm still on it and I completely forgot. Let me I look it now. up.
0: Yeah, they got player, which is what well, right, they have. All right, I'll show you the screen. They have all right, Power Rewards Pro. They have player, which is what I'm currently on. And then they have Pro. Wait. Did the thing just refresh on me?
1: I think they refreshed on you.
0: Okay, this is better. Okay.
1: No, uh, they. Oh, it's 20 bucks here. Never mind.
0: Okay, so, so this is what I'm paying for. But I remember back then. Okay, maybe they took it away. They probably changed it. Yeah, they probably changed it. But I remember back then they had this and they had another tier and I'm just like why why do you have another tier above this like this should just be the standard anyone who's not a powerful member should just get this cool but if you're a member then you should get all the perks and
1: benefits for it but I guess they changed it
0: imagine (laughs) that
1: oh yeah the point (laughs) currency is a little bit confusing when it comes to it yeah. I think I have like 20,000 points and I have no idea what the hell to do with it. I think I'm just going to wait till they shut down so I can get something free out of it. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a good idea. <laughs> Strike the iron while it's hot, baby. Yep.
0: In GameStop, they do sell like other stuff rather than just video games. I Sometimes I go for like the retro accessories, oh, yeah, which, you know, they sell for a really cheap price and, you know, I'll buy those up or... Some of the little action figures that they do have, oh, I buy the, those. They have
1: the Funko Pop section. And I find that astonishing. Yeah,
0: and I I, and I would just go there and just be like, oh, okay, I'll just you know get this, this, and this and whatnot because when I do a price match online so like places like Amazon or eBay or whatnot, and they're like selling it for a higher price, you are like, oh, I'll get it here at GameStop since it's here locally. So,
1: nothing. Yeah,
0: <laughs> but other than that, before we you know move on to the next um, topic. GameStar just needs to get their shit together. Oh, Otherwise it's just going they're just gonna be dead completely. Because after this stunt, I don't know. I don't know. Do I see them making a comeback after this? Possibly because you have the next gen consoles coming out later this year. So they'll they'll somewhat bounce back after that, but Yeah. After fingers, that, fingers crossed. Yeah, after that is it's who knows at this point, so
1: What's the one game that they had to catchphrase, get good? Because I feel like they need to get better. <laughs> um, Dark Souls. There we go. Yeah, Praise yeah. the sun.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. And our next topic is the PlayStation 5 specs. It was revealed earlier this month. And to sum it up, I'll just say that the PlayStation 5 specs... It's Something not as strong as the, the Xbox, Xbox Series X. It's just a, a, a little bit, you know,
1: a little bit underneath it. It's like the Goku to the Vegeta in a way.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, Perfect that's way the, that's the way I could
1: sum it up. <laughs> Perfect way to explain that
0: one. But, I mean, okay, cool. I mean, when we look at the specs online. Oh, let me show you. The CPU is AMD Zen 2 based CPU at 8 cores at 3.5 gigahertz. Okay, Whatever. The GPU is a 10.28 teraflops, 36 CUs. Okay, whatever. GPU architecture, custom RDNA2. Memory interface, 16 gigs of RAM. Nice. Definitely. Nice. Memory bandwidth, 448 gigabytes per per second. second. Nice. Internal storage, where I'm just like, it's not a terabyte. But it's close. But it's close, and it's an eight hundred and twenty-five gig on an SSD, and
1: let's Hold on, let me let me let me go to Amazon real quick because yeah, that's where the Xbox One X or the Series X actually has a terabyte as well. One terabyte SSD. Let's see how much that one costs. Huh.
0: All right, let me just hit Prime. Just in case I, if I feel like buying one. <laughs> a samsung ssd 860 evo one terabyte is 169 109 so i would say pretty much under 20 bucks for a one terabyte ssd i might cop one later don't quote me on that but um <laughs> <laughs> but yeah we already know with that with that um 825 gig
1: SSD, it's pretty much going to be like maybe what, 600, 500 at best. That's what they're saying to the range for both the uh, the Series X and the PS5. They're saying it's going to be within both the $500, $600 range, which is average for a newly bred console, anyways. Yeah. And IO
0: throughput, 5.5 gigabytes, I don't know what that is. Okay. Expandable
1: storage, NVMe SSD slot. Which means you can swap out swap. You can actually swap it out from what I was looking into. Hmm. Interesting.
0: External External storage, storage. USB hard drive support, PS4 games only. Oh. Okay. And optical drive, 4K, UHD, Blu-ray drive. I mean, okay. I mean, we should have been had that with... The current PS4, but. Yeah. That didn't happen. Oh well, but. 1X was the same
1: thing. I mean, in terms of. I mean, does it. Does the. The, w- the Xbox One, I know it has Blu ray, but I don't. I, I think the uh, Xbox S has the. Uh, what do you call that? The 4K quality, the Blu ray, and the same amount of terabytes. Or, like, yeah, one terabyte. I'm going to look at the X-Series X specs. Yeah, don't quote me on this, but I'm, <laughs> that's what I was looking into yesterday.
0: All right, let's look at the X-Series X. CPU, 8 Zen 2 cores at 3.8, so it's a little bit faster. faster CP, A little bit faster CPU than the PS5. Storage, one terabyte, optical drive, 4K USB, 120-frame support. The PS5 doesn't have that. Potential 8K resolution. Wait, what? Oh, my gosh. Ray tracing technology, variable rate shading for more stable frame rates, compatible Xbox One accessories.
1: That, that's good. Oh, definitely. With the Kinect, no one wants to buy another Kinect. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that is good. So that just lets me know that possibly with the... PS5 we're going to have to buy new accessories again which sucks but if it's compatible but with the Xbox Series X that's really good because now that means you can you, your current accessories still have some worth going into the next generation
1: Definitely great. I wish they had like a VR or something like the PS PS VR. Yeah. So, I you know. It's all right. Yeah, it's gonna be an interesting competition to see but, what games come out. Yeah, like but extensions. it
0: all depends on the games, what comes, out, the games that come out, and you know the performance, the visuals, things like that. So we're gonna see. Yeah, and I, I do, and I do hope Xbox does step their game up with putting out actually some really good quality games because oh, I would yeah. like to invest in the Xbox. And I feel to me, I feel like when they when um, Microsoft made it. Easy for PC players to play Xbox games, I feel like you're literally not you're literally making your Xbox less valuable because now PC yeah. players don't have to go out and buy an Xbox they don't have to go out and drop money for Xbox Live. they can just play the game play the Xbox games for free pretty much basically
1: Windows 10 you can do anything <laughs> yeah, and I feel like you're making your Xbox less
0: valuable by doing that. And you're pretty much just screwing over your actual fan base because if the PC players can play for free, why can't your actual fans do the same? That, that's just me. But I, I think Xbox, I think Microsoft knows that if they try to charge PC players to pay online, they will drop it like that. That'll snap. Yep, <laughs> they will drop it like that. be like, oh, we're going to have to pay for online? Yeah, we're, not. we're out. Bye. <laughs> oh my God. We are out. We're, n- we're not about that life. <laughs> Alright. And alright, our last topic before we close out. Games to play during this quarantine.
1: <sighs> this is gonna be a fun one.
0: Now with the current games that are currently out, like for for this month, like we have I'm playing on um, Grand Blue Fantasy Versus, which is a fighting game. I'm currently playing that. We also have Neo Two, which I've started, but I haven't really, really started. I I have that. I've heard good things about it. Yeah, same here. And there's Doom Eternal. There's Animal Crossing. But what other games that people should, you know, look into? Oh, and also in a couple of days, Persona 5 Golden is going to come out, which I'm currently playing Persona 5 right now, and I would recommend that game. Hmm, I haven't played a Persona yet. Like,
1: I haven't played any of
0: them. I would. I mean they're not in chronological order. Oh, they're all yeah, they're all not tied to each other. Oh, okay. from what I know, but 5 since I've been playing it, it's really good. Really really. Good. Okay, noted.
1: I might not look into it. But know.
0: I think I think with Persona 5 Royal, you'll still be able to play from the very beginning. Like I think it's just more of it's more I think content. it's more yeah, it's more con- it's the same game, same storyline, but just it's just expanded more. Huh, okay. So, if you want to get into Persona 5, I would Go with
1: Persona Five on um, Royale. No good game to start off with. It all just depends on genre. If you are not into the horror one and you want to play with your friends, I'd say Dead by Daylights. That game psychologically messed me up the first day <laughs> because I was a survivor and I just see Michael Myers behind me and I'm just screaming. I'm yelling at my character with some uh, vodka on the side. I'm like, run, God damn it!" <laughs> and I've never been functional since this day. It gives you good paranoia, but if you're friends and you do survive with friends or kill your friends, you're just going to play with people. But if you play with someone else, that just changes the game completely. Fighting games, I'd obviously say Mortal Kombat, Smash Brothers. if you're into the Nintendo series. Some second. I haven't checked on uh, My Hero account. Academia's One Justice. Or, yeah, My Hero Academia One Justice 2. I think that's the name of the game. Shoot. Sorry. Yeah.
0: One Justice, Justice on 2, yeah.
1: Yeah, I played the first one. It was actually pretty good. I was, like, number one froppy in the world for maybe a good, like, week, and I gave up on it. <laughs> <laughs> Just because of all the dekus and such. But the second one looks better because of the graphics and you have more of a character range. It's definitely having my boy Minetta. Minetta stand right here. <laughs> <laughs> Then your shooters, I would probably say Warzone. I haven't tried it out yet, but I know my buddy Silverback has. Warzone is fun.
0: It's fun. I also recommend Apex Legends. I also recommend it heavily. Recommend Apex Legends. War never changes. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, all know me and my Apex Legends. I I love that game. I think that is the one free to play game I've actually spent a lot of money on, on just micro on the microtransactions and skins because.
1: I don't know, something with that game is just... I like to... It's a good game for Battle Royale. Yeah, and very fast-paced, like... Definitely Battle Royale themes have been taken over the past couple years, and I do respect that game. Like, all my characters in Apex Legends have legendary skins. All of them. Even developers of uh, PUBG even gave, like, high respect to Apex Legends. From what I've heard.
0: Oh, nice, nice, If you are not into
1: Apex, but you liked the shooting style, I try Titanfall 2. And that's what my buddies, uh, the Lazy Pool and TSX Cosplay, recommended me into. And it definitely has the same flow, but, like, you're playing the prequel, sort of. And then you have mechas if you're into that.
0: Yeah, and Titanfall 2, like, it's crazy fast. So it if you're good at Titanfall 2, you're going to be even good in Apex Legends.
1: It, it happened to me backwards. I sucked at Apex, but I was good in Titanfall 2. And now I'm, yeah. I'm going to play Apex and get better at it. <laughs> because I just love playing as Blue Dound. Or blue hounder. She's my favorite.
0: My okay, my main is Octane, but one of my favorite characters I like to play with is Watson.
1: Oh, I haven't played Watson, but I've seen gameplay, and she's terrifying. <laughs> I do Lifeline. Shout out to Mila Lee, the best voice actress I've heard. In my life. But I love just the healing factor and being support at the same time.
0: Yeah, definitely. But yeah, like shooting games, you have. I mean, if you're into Fortnite, I mean, bless your heart. But yeah, you know, you can play Fortnite. <laughs> no, no, nothing wrong with that. Just bless your heart. But you know, no wrong with there's Fortnite. There's PUBG. There's Call of Duty Warzone, which is, I would say, really, really good. So if you're in the Call of Duty, and you know, and it, I will say this, it is better than Black Ops.
1: Oh, that just reminded me. If another fighting game you can play is uh, that just came out, Bleeding Edge. It's more like a four v four melee style. Some characters have shoot; I have like weapons that they can shoot. But it's specifically four v four with task based, sort of like Overwatch, where you have abilities and you have certain timings you can use. Characters like you'll see is like the poster boy Damon, who has who's a ninja, but he uses spray paints. Then you have healers like Kulev, who's distance. And you have tanks, like El Bastardo. I know, they named a guy with a mustache and shirtless Bastardo. I, I dig it. I dig it, though. I played the beta, the first and the second beta. I haven't got the game yet just because I've been sidetracked. Right. But i definitely try it out, if anything. The same makers who made it made uh, Devil May Cry 5, I believe. Ah, okay. Or uh, it's under the official Ninja, ninja Theory.
0: Oh, you mean DMC's Devil May Cry? That god awful Devil May Cry. We never talk about that. Yeah, yeah, we're we're never talking about that. It's not canon. It's not canon to the Devil May Cry (laughs) series. We will never talk about that abomination. I mean, it was. I mean, when I played it, it was okay. But God, I
1: never touched it. God, that
0: story was just like, Hmm.
1: eh. What else can we go for? If you're into history, I'd recommend Assassin's Creed. Especially Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Or if you want to start from the beginning, one. Number two is my favorite, hands down. Ezio is the best. Assassin out. there Connor. <laughs> all right.
0: And let's see. Mm, if you were with a group of friends and you guys want a game where you can all play, I also would recommend Rocket League. Ooh, Rocket League. That's, yeah, a, that's yeah. a favorite mine. Yeah, Rocket League. I highly recommend that.
1: I don't have friends that play, but I love playing competitively. Yeah. What else racing wise? Mario Kart.
0: I would say Action and Adventure. I would say Monster Hunter World because there is. I've always wanted to play it. Monster Hunter World, even with Iceborne, there's just so much content. And I, I gotta say this like, the guys behind Monster Hunter World and Capcom, like, they've completely done such an amazing job with that game. There's no season pass. And you're, but they're just constantly, constantly just okay. shoving free content to you. Wow. Lots of monsters, free updates. Just that sounds like fun. And it's like, I've grown so much to love Monster Hunter World to the point where
1: I never want to go back to Destiny 2. Oh, man. I used to be obsessed with Destiny 2. Same like, here. Well, I and mean, well, I got the season pass, which is one of my regretted decisions because my ex convinced me to get it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't regret the season pass, even though I got the poster on my love for Kate 6 so We'll never die.
0: <laughs> but yeah Mass on the World Iceborne definitely cop that I mean you're going to be in for hours and hours of gameplay I have like over 300 hours uh, in Jesus that game Bruce, that's awesome yeah <laughs> 300 hours in, in that game and I'm, I'm loving it but I've given it a break because I'm you know Y'all know me. I'm always playing different games and whatnot at I have different to be times. I
1: can't sit still sometimes on the same game unless I'm committed to get 100%. Yes.
0: And um, what other game I would recommend? Um, Marvel Spider-Man. Oh, Literally the best Spider-Man
1: game ever. Gameplay-wise, I've seen. Gameplay and story-wise. They've done a great job with yeah. the graphics and the storyline. Yeah.
0: Highly recommend that game. And if you want a game that's going to give you some challenge... Well, I've got some games I can recommend you. Um, I'm I'm listening. (laughs) (laughs) um, If you're on the PlayStation or Xbox, either platform, or even PC, I recommend these three games. Sekiro, Shadow Die Twice. Oh, yes. (laughs) (laughs) This game's not on PC, and it's not on Xbox, but I recommend Bloodborne. Oh, I remember that one. And my number one favorite game throughout the entire... Generation. Wait, let me guess. Let me guess. Dark Souls. Yes. Dark yes. Souls Three. <laughs> <laughs> Highly recommend Dark Souls Three, on all platforms, PlayStation, Xbox, PC. Highly recommend Dark Souls Three. Get all the DLC. I've got like, but over three hundred hours in that game too. I'm impressed. I, I can't get near it. I'm too. I'm too much of a coward. And I've and. I should do, uh, like, before the console generation over, I should go for the platinum. I just need to do one more playthrough, and I should, you know, type all the loose ends, because I've done, what, two playthroughs of Dark Souls 3,
1: and now it's just, it's just, I mean, I I love the game, man. I mean, the game's awesome. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Let's see. For Nintendo-wise, I'd obviously say Mario Odyssey, if you want to start small. Mario Kart, if you want to expand your group's. Or break them, one of those two. <laughs> then there's uh, Animal Crossing New Horizons. I actually got into it. I played maybe four days of it straight with my friends from uh, Tampa. They yelled at me to get it, so that's why. It's more of a grind and take your time, because everything's on real time, unless you do the timeskit like a Cheatsy Doodle, but we don't talk about that here. <laughs> <laughs> then there's a... Uh, wow, I feel like I'm missing something. Oh, yeah, Pokemon. <laughs> Pokemon Sword and Shield. It's definitely a whole different style than the original Pokemon. That is the one game I
0: would I would love to get if I were to own the Switch.
1: Yeah, I do like the, the simplicity of Pokemon Sword and Shield, but some may say it's too easy and that's agreeable. I just grind to catch Pokemon. I don't even care about the Shinies. <laughs> I don't want to sweat over it. <laughs> i can't take it seriously because i've seen TikToks and videos of people trying to get like an Eevee that's shiny or a charmander or anything and it would take them five days <laughs> and like hundreds of eggs the whole ditto combination is the best thing i've used and they do skip some gens as well like how snorlax has a munchlax pre-evolution they just have a newborn snorlax and it questions your sanity if you're, if you're like a <laughs> hardcore gamer like i am when it comes to pokemon <laughs> what else what else what else music wise if you still have an xbox 360 and i'm surprised the server seven shut down there's a weird game i just remember to call chime it's a music game that makes no freaking sense and it just clicked on you just it's like tetris but not tetris in a anyway right. <laughs> I still have it in my 360, but I left it at my dad's place, and I would play that for hours, making random songs that don't even exist. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, speaking of, um, if you're thinking about investing in a PlayStation VR, I would recommend it because I currently still have one myself. And the games I would recommend on the PlayStation VR is um, Operation. I think I think it's Operation Firepoint or no Operation Firewall. Well, you have to get the PlayStation Aim, the little gun with it, and it's going to give you a complete immersive experience. I'd also recommend Tetris Effect.
1: Yes, Tetris. I'm, I'm sorry, do they have a Tetris Effect. Yes, I, I, have to, I have to show you that game. I'm interested. In this. Yeah, I got. I'm, show I'm you. a Tetris fan. I I would do it competitively if I had a chance.
0: Yeah, I, I have to show you that game. Um, another game I'd recommend. Um, Farpoint. I'd recommend that and Resident Evil Seven. Mm. Ooh.
1: I haven't yeah. played that yet, but I've heard good results. Yes,
0: same here. Oh, and of course, there's also Resident Evil 3 coming out next month. I... Oh,
1: yeah, i am definitely got to pre-order that. Yeah. Have you seen a multiplayer for it? No, I have not seen it It yet. looks wild.
0: Really?
1: It's basically through stages. You have four different characters that are non-canon, but they say they're teenagers, I believe. They all have certain abilities that you build up over time, and then you have one player known as the Mastermind. Who's like a curse in the camera that's just watching over them and will bring out zombies of their abilities. Each mastermind is different with their own abilities. Like one can summon her uh, her like zombified husband, who's more of a tank, looks like a nemesis sort of style. Mm-hmm. And they're supposed to take down, but over time they will get tired and build ammo. And each character has their own variations and abilities. I looked in the gameplay; it's on YouTube, but I forgot the channel. Uh, well. <laughs>
0: Well, guys, well, that's just about it. I mean, we've, we've set a lot of games that you guys can pick up during this time of quarantine, so that way you have something to keep yourselves occupied with or whatnot. And if your buddies are online, game with them too. Heck yeah. Yeah, don't leave them hanging or alone. Even if it's a game that you're currently not playing, you just see them online, be like,
1: hey, you got a spot for me? Let me come on through. Let me join in. Yeah, what I've also found is uh, if you have friends on Instagram, just message them. Don't be afraid. Like That's how I made contact with TSS Cosplay and Lazy Pool and Brady Moose Valdez. That's my Utah group specifically. We all play the same thing. And then there's also pages on Reddit. Yeah, I know. Subreddits. I have found one for, <laughs> for Xbox, for gaming in general. Still find a lot, but that's another story. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Alrighty, and with that being said, we're going to go ahead and close this one out for episode one of the South Florida Gamers
1: Podcast. I mean, you have any closing thoughts? Um, hopefully everyone's safe, blessed. Make sure they hydrate. And make sure they have fun whatever games they play. If you want to play on Xbox or follow me on Instagram with uh, my adventures, it's going to be at Waluigi. W-A-L-O-O-I-J-I. All right,
0: and you guys know who I am. I'm the Silverback Senpai, <laughs> and if you're not following me on social, all my social medias, you should be ashamed of yourself. But yes, you should. <laughs> <laughs> you should be ashamed of yourself, but you guys can also you know, follow me on my Facebook and my Instagram. Twitter, I'm not that heavily active on, but I would say Facebook and Instagram are the two platforms I'm extremely heavily active on, so be sure to follow me there as well. Yeah. And yeah, with that being said, I'd like to thank you guys for watching. Thank you for coming through and tuning in. Whether you are watching this on Facebook or YouTube, there will be an audio version of this later on throughout either this month or wherever. How much time left we have in this month? Since we're close to the end of March, I mean time time goes by fast. So.
1: Oh, definitely.
0: Yeah. Just like, what, a couple of weeks ago, we were at
1: Super Fan Con. Oh, my God. That was so much fun. Yeah. And now here we are in quarantine. Dude, my birthday's coming up in 31 days.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, y'all got, you know, everyone be safe out there. Stay safe. You know, stay clean, of course. That's important. I mean, that should be important since the time you were walking on this earth. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. You You know,
1: sometimes you just got to think, like, Patrick's star and just say uh don't touch me i'm sterile and just keep going (laughs) 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 all right and with that being
0: said until next time and as always this is episode one of the south florida gamers podcast you guys stay classy out there